Welcome to Stories from Nowhere. I'm your host, Randall Bond. Today's story is entitled, Lost at the Sidewalk Bazaar. If you grew up in or around Lawrence, Kansas during the 70s and 80s, you are extremely familiar with the annual Lawrence Sidewalk Bazaar. Now, this was in the days before the big malls opened. And in Lawrence, Kansas, they, they have a an eight or nine block downtown. And every store in that downtown would put their materials out on tables, out on the sidewalks, and they would have massive discounts on their products, or at least it appeared that they had massive discounts on their products. And this would attract thousands of people to the downtown area for these sales. Now, these sales would spread all the way across the town. It wasn't just in the downtown area, but downtown is where you wanted to be for the the name brand stores with the massive discounts. Uh, I do remember one year, I was probably seven or eight years old, and the Kmart in town uh, decided they wanted to get in on the gig, and they had put a, a lot of material out in front of their store. My mom, of course, we had to go to Kmart, and this is when they had the famous blue light special. And so you'd be in the store, outside of the store, and if that blue light flashed, man, you had to make a beeline to get to that blue light special. Hopefully some of you listening to this are old enough to remember that, but there literally was a cart with a pole on it that had like a a policeman or a, a fireman's light, but it was blue. And that thing was 20 feet in the air. And if you saw that light whirling, boy, I tell you, every woman in that store made a beeline to see what was it discounted at Kmart. And what a what a scam! What a great great idea! And it worked. But I remember we were at, at Kmart, and uh, you know my family did not have a lot of money growing up, and I was obsessed with airplanes and aeronautics. I mean, absolutely obsessed when I was a child. Uh, drew pictures of them, made paper airplanes, made models of them. Um, you name it, I was into it. If it came to aeronautics, especially especially World War II aircraft, and we're at Kmart. And, you know, we're milling around outside of Kmart, and lo and behold, Kmart has a remote control helicopter. And it wasn't just a remote control helicopter. It was a remote control Huey helicopter outside for sale for the Sidewalk Bazaar. And I begged my mom, begged my mom, look, this, this can be the only thing you get me for Christmas and birthday for the next four years. Just please get me that helicopter. Just please get me that helicopter. My mom's like, uh, we've already got stuff for you for Christmas. Now, remember, this is the middle of the summer. And I was not one after my parents told me no uh, to have pushed boundaries or continued to fuss. That just doesn't wasn't who I was. But this was one of those rare instances. And I kept pushing it and we left. We got in our 1976 green Ford station wagon, and we left. And I didn't mention anything about it. I probably was, knowing my personality then, sitting in the back crying as we drove home. And we get about halfway home, and my mom turns that Ford station wagon around. And uh, my sister wasn't with us, but my other two brothers were, and we're, we're a little confused, and we're like, what's going on? And she's like, let's go back to that Kmart and we'll get that helicopter. And I, I am over the moon. I am so excited I can't stand it. 
you know, this is way before seatbelts. I'm jumping around in the back of that Ford. I can't wait till we get there. I mean, I know right where this sucker is, right? So we pull in the parking lot before my mom has got that car stopped. I am out the back of that station wagon, sprinting through the parking lot to get to that area where all the tables were outside where this helicopter was. was. And I get up to the table. There's no helicopter. And I'm looking frantically everywhere. There's no helicopter. My mom finally comes up to the table when I'm there, and she goes and asks the store manager, and he informs her that was the last helicopter. And it had been sold about five minutes before we got there. And you always face disappointment as a child, right? There's things you don't get as a child. But this is one of those things that I'm 52 years old, and... Uh, I can remember that manager's face. I can remember an awful lot about the day over a stupid toy helicopter. But that's not really what today's story is about. Today's story is about the time that I got lost at the sidewalk bazaar. I was about four years old. And I wasn't sure if I was four or five or six. So I actually called my mom. And she's like, oh, you were definitely four years old when this happened. And I was four years old. We're at the Sidewalk Bazaar. My brother, Bob, is in a stroller. Or maybe it was Rich. Who knows? Somebody was in a stroller. And I'm walking with my mom. And I remember specifically, we were looking at shoes. Now, if you're a four-year-old boy, uh, shoes are not high on your priority list if you're at a Sidewalk Bazaar. And there are thousands of things on the sidewalk for you to look at at a Sidewalk Bazaar. So we're looking at shoes. And uh, I've kind of had my fill of shoes. And I look up to my mom to tell her that, uh, you know, I want to be done looking at shoes. And uh, the woman I was standing beside was not my mom. So I'm four years old. I never remember panicking about this. I just remember thinking, uh, I'm never going to find my mom again. Uh, there are thousands of people here and I'm never going to find my mom. But my mom had done an excellent job of training us. And my mom told us, if you ever get lost, there were two things we were supposed to do. And the first thing was, you find the nearest store, and you find a clerk, and you tell that clerk that you are lost, and that clerk will call the police, or that clerk will figure out how to get a hold of me, and you just stay put. So that's what I did. I was next to the Dillard's. I walked into Dillard's, and Dillard's had a, had a staircase. I remember when it went up to their second floor, and I come walking in to that store, and it's probably been 20, 30 minutes. Okay, it's not like I wandered in immediately. I'm four years old. Uh, and I walk into the store and I tell uh, this clerk, this lady clerk, I'm like, uh, hey, um, of course I'm four. Uh, you know, I have lost my mom and I don't know where she could be. So this clerk says, wait right here. Uh, my manager will be right out here to talk to you. So the manager comes out. You know, same thing. Hey, I'm lost. Um, and he says, oh my gosh, your mom was just in here. Your mom was just in here. Don't go anywhere. She will be back to get you. Just wait right here. So I'm like, okay, I'm a pretty compliant kid. So he takes me to the stairs. He gets me a cup of water. He takes me to the stairs that you know lead up to their second floor. And I'm waiting there on the stairs. And he looks at me and goes, don't move. He said, your mother will be right back. And then, you know, as a good manager would do, I guess, uh, he goes back to the business of the day. They're having this huge sidewalk bazaar. So he needs to, you know, handle the business at hand with customers. So I'm sitting there on the steps, I've got my cup of water, and I'm looking out at the mass of people walking by the front window, and I see a lady that I recognize from church. It's my Sunday school teacher 
from church. Now, I can't remember her name. My mom did, but I can't remember her name even now after my mom telling me. And I see her, and in my four-year-old brain, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know her. If I can get to her, she can help me find my mom. And so I sprint off the stairs. Manager's trying to grab my arm. I make it out the front door, out to where I think my Sunday school teacher is, and I am lost in a sea of humanity. The second thing my mother told us was, if there's a way for you to find your way back to our car, go find the car and wait there. And then at some point, I'm going to check the car and we will be reunited. Okay. Now, I'm sure my mom's wildest dreams. She never thought any of us were going to get lost. But here's little Randy. Sure enough, lost at the sidewalk bazaar, thousands of people. So in my four-year-old brain, I'm thinking, okay, I remember that we parked behind all of the buildings. Uh, so I walk around the block and get behind all of the buildings. So we're kind of like in that alleyway area, only this alleyway has got parking lots behind every store. So, you know, dozens of small parking lots. So I get back there and I realize I'm never finding our green Ford station wagon. And I looked and I looked. So I thought, you know what? Eventually, my mom will probably come back behind these stores looking for me. So I sat down on the steps, the back steps of that same Dillard store. And lo and behold, about 45 minutes to an hour later, I see my mom turn the corner at the north end of that block, pushing my brother my direction in the stroller. And I remember looking at her and I smiled. And of course, my mom's a wreck. You know, if you've got children, you know what it's like to lose a child, especially a four-year-old child. And I was a gorgeous, gorgeous child. So I'm sure in her mind, she's thinking, somebody has taken my baby. And I see her turn that corner and I pop up off of that thing and she comes and she just snatches me up and she's hugging me and she's apologizing. And I remember, I remember telling her, and I actually, in our conversation, I wanted to make sure that I had this correct and that I wasn't misremembering from my four-year-old brain. And I remember looking at her and saying, it's all right, mommy. I prayed to Jesus that you'd find me. And sure enough, you did. Now, my mom doesn't remember anything else after that, but I remember very specifically that we went and got ice cream. We went and got ice cream after I'd been lost at the mall. And in my four-year-old brain, I thought, worth it. So that's one of the unique stories that I wanted to share about my mom. I'm going to be sharing a few more stories, uh, a little more upbeat than this uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I've shared a lot about my dad. And uh, I wanted to share some stories about my mom. And um, this was the first story that popped into my brain. Uh, but I've got some more stories about the great childhood uh, that I had and uh, being raised by a very strict but very loving mother. And those will be coming in the next few weeks. Thank you for joining me on Stories from Nowhere. Again, I'm your host, Randall Bond. I hope you enjoyed this little story from my childhood. And again, in the coming weeks, I'll be sharing some more stories about my mom and uh, the household that we grew up in. And I hope you stay with us. And I hope I see you again next week for more stories from nowhere.